Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we begin a new um, series, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, we've actually covered quite a number of things in our times together the last couple of years. What episode is this? This is episode number 661 of the podcast. That's sort of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, we try to do one every day. And so, uh, as I mentioned from time to time, uh, share these with folks, okay? Uh, uh, tell them about it. Uh, a lot of times you'll have to explain to folks how a podcast works. If you're listening right now, I assume that somebody has done that with you or you figured it out. But that you can listen on your phone, your tablet, your computer. It's just uh, so many different ways of listening to podcasts. Uh, you can listen to it on your computer if you've got Apple TV and iTunes and all that kind of stuff. You can access it a lot of different ways. <clears throat> so we've covered a lot of different uh, topics and books. And we're going to start working on one right now, which uh, I'm not sure how long it may take us to do this one. <laughs> Okay, it's a book in the New Testament. It's a, a relatively short one. It's not the shortest. It's not the longest. It's just right. Uh, it's the book of Ephesians. Okay, the book of Ephesians. <clears throat> and Ephesians, folks, it's just foundational. There's just no other way to put it. Uh, Ephesians is six chapters long. The first three chapters uh, really tell us who we are in the Lord. Okay, as believers, it shows us who we are in the Lord. And then the last three chapters uh, tells us how to live that out. The great phrase related to that is, how do you walk the walk you talk? <laughs> you know, In other words, how do you walk out that which we profess to believe? And the reason I'm saying that, it, you know, I'm not sure how long it's going to take us, is because it is just absolutely profound, uh, the depth that is revealed by God in this book. Uh, I knew a gentleman years ago, uh, we lived in South Florida for a number of years, and there were five separate bookstores down there. I have to tell you my bookstore stories sometime. But uh, in one of these bookstores, uh, Christian bookstores, by the way, I'm sorry, uh, five distinct Christian bookstores. Uh, like one was uh, Catholic, one was uh, Presbyterian, uh, one non-denominational, one Southern Baptist, that type of thing. <laughs> so anyway, this one bookstore down in uh, North Miami. Uh, I'd go to all the time, and I walked in there one day and uh, met this gentleman. He's a little bit short, black gentleman, and he worked there at the bookstore. And he was also uh, a, a pastor, I believe, at a local church in the area. But he told me one day he and I would just get back in the back of the stacks there and just have church. I mean, we would talk about things like you wouldn't believe. And this guy had such insight, and he was um, well, he's a generation ahead of me, I'd say. But he told me one day that he had as a pattern of his practice and behavior before the Most High God, that he read the book of Ephesians every day. I think that's right. Every day. And of course, he had done it for decades. He had it memorized. You know, he had not intended to memorize it, but when you read something every day, you memorize it. And he had such insight into who he was as the as a servant of the Most High God, of who God is. And I'm convinced it's because he read this book right here. So I would encourage you to uh, spend time together with us, but also to read the book of Ephesians and also to listen to it, okay? I do a great deal of listening to the Word nowadays, okay? I'm just listening to it. And, it, it, you know, you're imparting it into yourself in a different kind of way when you do that. So let's look at the first couple of verses of Ephesians. And I really do encourage you uh, to just plan on spending a lot of time just reading and listening. So Ephesians 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are at Ephesus, 
who are faithful in Christ Jesus. Okay. So we see from the very beginning here, the first uh, two verses are actually one sentence, so I stopped there <clears throat> halfway through. We see who the uh, writer is, is Paul. Okay. So Paul's writing to him, and he says, I'm an apostle. And we've covered this before in Paul's other writings, how he introduces himself and what it is that he's doing. He says, I'm an apostle, which is just one that is uh, sent on a mission, one that's sent with a message. And he said, I am one that's sent with the message of Christ Jesus. What was Paul's message? Christ Jesus. We would do well to reflect upon that for a moment. Okay? Because too often within the body of Christ, and particularly within organized religion, religious activity, our message is not overtly about Christ Jesus. Our message is about, quote, our church, unquote, our activities, the things that we do. And we say we do them in the name of the Lord. Okay, I understand that. Yes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right, I got you. Okay? But we would do well to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ in everything. And I'm saying that you do it rather overtly. Okay? None of this covert kind of stuff. Well, we don't want to be offensive to people. No, none of that kind of foolishness and silliness. No. He says, I am a, a messenger of Christ Jesus, and the message is Christ Jesus. And then he tells us that it's by the will of God that he is in this role and in this functioning and in this position, that God is the one that's called him to do that. And I find it interesting that Paul is always reiterating this, of reminding them and letting them know, hey, I didn't choose this necessarily this way. I brought the gospel to y'all, and don't think that this is something that is of my own volition, that this is from the Most High God to start with. And I think we would do well to remember that type of thing. So then we find out that he's writing to the saints who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, okay, the saints, and the Greek word is holy ones. Okay, holy ones. And so when you see the word saints in the scripture, you have to look at the context to see, okay, is he talking about the holy ones that are believers, that are humans here on earth? Or is he talking about holy ones that are angelic in nature? The context helps us understand that. So he's writing to the saints at Ephesus, and then he says, and who are faithful in Christ Jesus? Let me see what the Lexham says. The saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Yeah, the, the New American Standard is a little clunky right there, which sometimes it is because it's trying to give you a word-for-word translation from the Greek to uh, to English. And it really has the idea, well, are there saints at Ephesus that are not faithful in Christ Jesus? No, no, no. He's just saying, the saints who are at Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. He said, those of y'all who are faithful, there are likely some that are being you know, drawn away, okay, as we'll see as we go along. Then verse 2, grace to you and peace from God our Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we just finished looking at Titus, and he ended Titus by speaking what? Grace over them. Paul quite often began by speaking grace over people and ended by speaking grace over people. Grace and peace. How different would things be in the life of the body of Christ if we would do exactly that? Okay? If we would speak grace over one another. So in this very simple introduction here, in these first two verses, Paul is reminding them, okay, I'm an apostle of Christ Jesus. That's who I exalt. That's who I speak of. And this is by the will of God. And I'm writing to those of y'all at Ephesus who are faithful in Christ Jesus, who have believed 
that message. And because you have believed it, you are now saints. And he says this, you know what? God's grace upon you. God's peace upon you. But notice not only God. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is true that nowhere in the scripture do you see the word Trinity. Okay? Trinity is a, a word that man uses to describe the nature of God. But what you see all the way through scripture are examples right here where you see God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ the Son. Later on in the writing, you're going to see the Holy Spirit. So we see uh, the true nature of the Godhead, uh, even in these simple introductory passages. So, well, my time's up. Uh, I encourage you, go and give the book of Ephesians a listen. The first time you listen to it, you're going to go, what is going on here? Because as we'll talk about later, Paul uses these long run-on sentences. (laughs) Okay, in the Greek, they're very long sentences. And when you're just listening to it or reading, you're thinking, my goodness, particularly this first chapter, it's like I've got to break this up into small bites, which is exactly what we're going to do. Okay, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.